Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that sees two movies with something in common. Go head to head to see which one does it better. And welcome to part two of Clash Pod Live. We are broadcasting our live show this week. We did How the Duck on Monday. Today you get Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990. Oh, who's excited? I am. I am too. Wanted to do How the Duck since we started this this podcast and I'm very excited to be doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, even though we've already done it. Mm, I see what you mean. Yeah, but at the end of this live show, we're going to be going live to the live show at King's Place as part of the London Podcast Festival, recorded on September the 4th in just a moment. But at the end, you will get a verdict, and um, mm. that may surprise you. Or it may not. No, no I don't I think can't it will. I remember which way it was. Really? Yeah. <laughs> even One though you've of... seen the films. Yeah. <laughs> One of them's worse than the other. Uh, but I think... Legitimately. We... I think it was, a, it, was, it was a split decision, I believe. Well, you can hear was this argument. You can hear this argument live <laughs> we don't uh, in, in front of two thousand people, <laughs> as we did on the night. Uh, we'd had a beer by that point. Mm. I, I, I mean, I just you know, you'll find out anyway because we did the verdict. We did it on stage in front of four thousand people, and it was um, it was a monumental event. So please do enjoy uh, this uh, edition of Clash Pod, Clash Pod Live, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Come back at the end to find out what your homework is for next week. the Kraken. It's time to say goodbye to Cleveland as we now find Vicky, and not for the first time, eating pizza in a sewer. From, <laughs> na- <laughs> From 1990, it's tonight's contender, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. V, take us on a journey. Hey, who's your favourite spiritual Leonardo who totally tries to kill a guy? Fun Michelangelo, a jealous lech who will cock block your sexy massage. <laughs> Determined Raphael, who's basically a stalker and gets his dad nearly tortured to death. Donatello, who's not in it much, <laughs> but he's voiced by Corey Feldman who got busted for heroin after Turtles and that's very grown up. Because this is either a kid's movie for grown up or a grown up movie for kids. Does it work? Sure it does. There you go. So, um, um, I went to the cinema to see this. Turtles was absolutely massive for me when I was little. Anyone else? Yeah. Good. Does anyone else? I've, really, I've been obsessed about this. Sorry. Whatever. Does anyone else remember the chocolate pizza with the marshmallows on top and you got it from Asda or Morrison's? Morrison's Blackburn? No one? That's annoying. See, now I think it was a dream. Who did I check with? No, I checked with Pete. Pete knows. Pete knows. Yeah, so it's fine. So it's a real thing. So anyway, me and my sister, we had the merch, we had the lunch boxes, we had the pizza. It's the one TV show 
Like, I remember doing, like, play fighting in playgrounds, like, running around a playground trying to wheel kick the shit out of my sister. <laughs> so it was big for me. <laughs> I know. I wasn't very good at it, unsurprisingly. Which, which turtle were you? Oh, we just, we just changed all the time. You didn't have oh, a favourite. You, you know, you've got to be one of them. If I had to pick, it was Leonardo, because I like to be bossy. Ah. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I got you down as Donatello. What? Well, he's not in it. <laughs> Intellectual and resourceful. Oh, I thought that was sorry. you. He was but you, nice. you just but you don't know me, so yeah. there you go. <laughs> Alex, I've got you down as Raphael. No, Donatello. I was oh. Donatello. Because he was a science guy from the cartoon. Intellectual? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At that, that age. <laughs> Fine, I'll be Raphael. He's cool. But did you go to the cinema? Yeah, I've got you as Raphael, um, hot headed. Oh, fine, I'll take that. That sounds yeah. cool. I like being that. Yeah. What are you then? Michelangelo, the party guy. <laughs> You're wearing a jacket on stage. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking hot. I'm a turtle. Okay. It's the only green thing I had. Uh, so I watched it in 19... I watched it on video. I didn't go to the cinema to see it. I love the cartoon mm. and I love turtles. And there was an arcade machine at my local swimming bath set and the turtles beat them up on it, which I played religiously. <laughs> What's that got you? I've got that written down as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved it. That bloody machine. They're so I good. wasted so much money on that shite. I, I just remember get, buying the game when it came out for the Amiga and going, oh, this is shit. Yeah. So it was, was disappointing. But um, I never really got into the movie. I remember watching the movie and because I was obsessed with the cartoon, I didn't feel that the movie was loyal enough to the cartoon, so it never felt like um, a good Turtles movie. What, were you scared because they were ninjas, not heroes? A little bit. I, I got mm. used to them as heroes, and what on earth are nunchucks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, I, I was well into the arcade machine. Mm. I didn't read the comics. I loved the cartoon. Um, I mean, I had the poster of this movie before it came out. I was, I was well into it, and so, yeah, I saw it twice at the cinema and quite a few, few more times on video. Okay. I was a turkey. Yeah, me too. I like the song. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Had the single, had a fold-out poster that I put on my wall. You've got posters of everything. Aren't all posters fold-out? Well, the single, the, the cover of the Boring, single, boring. Oh, right, so... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shall we talk about the background to the film? Yeah. Okay, great. So it starts with a comic and characters created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird in 1984. But let's just take a moment to remember how massive it was because by 95, uh, the franchise had earned about six billion in revenues, starting from a little black and white comic with a very small print run, which is bananas. So that's principally because there was a licensing agent that convinced them to open everything up to merch and then eventually it was everywhere. So... Yeah, toys, games. You told me they did a concert tour, which I didn't remember. Oh, yeah. Uh, theme parks. Coming out of the shell tour. Coming out of the yeah. shell in 1990, yeah. yeah. Nice. Do you so, want to know a bit about that tour? Yes. It's actually quite interesting. It, it was sponsored by Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut sponsored the tour. because they wouldn't do the movie. They wouldn't do the movie. Domino's did the movie, but uh, they sponsored this uh, tour, a rock and roll tour, coming out of their shell stadiums. Songs like April's Ballad, Coming Out of Our Shells, <laughs> and Pizza Power... Right. which involved dancers dressed in the Pizza Hut delivery uniform. Sexy. And had lyrics, and I'm quoting the lyrics here. It, it, this is the turtle singing. It isn't burgers or french fries that work for turtles our size, but pizza power. It's the thing that keeps us going. We take great comfort in knowing it can be delivered to your door. <laughs> great. It is the most abuse I've ever seen of a trademark. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you said, so 1987, we've got the animated series, but in the UK, that was 
teenage mutant hero turtles because British people are shit scared of ninjas. Um, especially nunchucks to the point where the sequel to this film the BBFC made them take out a scene where they thought that sausages might be nunchucks <laughs> but they're not they're literally fucking sausages yeah, they were yeah. like no that's gotta go so anyway so back to this film which did manage to hang on to ninja in the title which when you think about it I don't know how they managed that so directed by Steve Barron written at first by Bobby Herbeck then Todd Langan because Eastman and Laird preferred his sort of darker direction Golden Harvest of Enter the Dragon are the people that put it together. But they had a really hard time because of Howard the fucking duck. Mm. So no one would touch it because of Howard. Um, so and Tom- the Garbage Pail Kids as well. That had come out. Oh, yeah. That atrocity. Yeah. Which so- we're doing next week. Yep. <laughs> because you chose it, apparently. With Howard the duck. <laughs> so the, um, it, it, it nearly didn't happen. It nearly fell apart at the last minute until Tom Gray, the producer, goes back to Golden Harvest and says, quote, you can give me the money to make the film or we're going to get sued because we've got pay or play with Henson which will cost us four million so there we have it the ever-present fear of litigation equals the magic of movie making that's why you get your film (laughs) so that's it do you want to talk about the film yeah please okay great one second there we are all right we're going to open with what I like to call wallet relay because it's New York and it's the gentlest crime wave to ever hit New York. <laughs> Watch out, because someone might take your purse and just slip it from child to child. Yeah. <laughs> but the best bit is the last hand that takes one of the wallets, the child passes it and it's got all the, um, the spikes on and the silver armband, it's Shredder. Yeah. Yeah, but it, because you see the spikes, that means he's in costume <laughs> on the streets of New York. <laughs> Now, I know New York is full of freaks dressed up, but if you're trying to find the source of a crime wave and you're a half-good cop, you'd be like, what about him? (laughs) (laughs) The guy in the metal helmet wearing a purple cloak. He might have something to fucking do with it. (laughs) It's New York, though. I know, but still, him. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. But the New York in this film is, uh, this is the thing I mean about like, it's nice sort of neither one thing nor the other at times, because this New York is still a bit of a shithole. Um, so Steve Barron said, Batman came out at the same time. It was that sort of tone I was aiming for. The films I loved, there was a sense of humour and of grounded peril. I was a big fan of Ghostbusters. Not me, Steve Barron. <laughs> yes, because April even says, who are you going to call? And then she says, no one, which is a bit of a shit, but I liked it. <laughs> so then we meet the turtles after they've saved April in their sewer. I love the set, I love that sewer, and I love their costumes. Do you like April's costume? Well, not because she's not wearing that, which is right. a bit of a shame, but... Um... One, no! Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, family show. I don't mind her. I mean, her commitment to a miniskirt is impressive, considering that's what she wears in a farmhouse for four days, but fine. They asked her to wear... Steve Barrett asked her to wear this costume. Not this, this costume. costume. <laughs> <laughs> no, not this one. This was 30 quid from a fancy dress website. But he... Uh... By the way, it's not the only one he owes. <laughs> there are two April O'Neil costumes. <laughs> One wasn't as tight. Uh, <laughs> and he was like, do I wear the sexy one or not? I didn't call it sexy. I did. You did, I did call it sexy. sexy. Yeah. You said you wanted to feel sexy. I did, and I do. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. I feel very sexy. Yeah. Uh, but they gave her a jumpsuit, a yellow jumpsuit, and she called it horrific and wouldn't wear it. Oh, wow. How did she have that much power? She seems to have had a lot of power, or she thought she did, because she yeah. also said about the sequel, I'll do the sequel if there's less violence in it, because I don't like people being beaten up. And they went, you're all right, we got someone else. 
Ross. As <laughs> 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 much she wasn't in the other two movies. By her own yeah. admission, she said, oh, yeah, I complained about them beating people up. The first one would have been full of sausages. It was up to her, but no. So let's talk about the costumes because we talked about this the other day. The costumes are amazing. And given what we went through on Howard the Duck, it's, it's still sort of the same time period, but they just look fantastic. And you do you are able to emote with the turtles. So Josh Pate, who played Raphael in both body and voice, which I think he was the only actor to do that. I mean, it's, it's not funny, but it is quite funny. They were obviously boiling hot inside them, but the computers controlling the heads would sometimes go a bit nuts and the eyes would start spinning around and the mouth and they would freeze. Mm. So he said, and it sounds horrendous, some of the actors would just start screaming, get this fucking head off me, get this head off me. And it would set like a chain of panic. <laughs> and one time he was like, I can ride it out, I can ride it out. And he's like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And he was screaming, get this fucking head off me. But his face had frozen in a grin. So I was like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> And he died. <laughs> yeah. He sadly died, yeah. To be replaced by a child, which is how that goes. So, yeah. They're good. Um, it's good. They look good at the start. I like the start. I like the setup of the turtles. It's funny you mentioned Batman because they say, doesn't Shredder go? Um, Splinter says, you know, you live in the shadows. Yeah. Which is kind of like Batman. Yes. I and mean, it, a lot of it's like Batman. A lot of it's yeah. like Batman. It's like, because obviously you've got the, their enemy. And if you sort of explain to someone who their enemy is, it's like, yeah, he's this guy. Uh, he wears a, a mask to cover his facial scars. And you're like, like Bane. Uh, no, 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 no. This guy's Shredder. It's like, okay, but was he excommunicated from a ninja clan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but he's not Bane. Okay, because I love Bane in The Dark Knight Rises where he creates an underground army with the disenfranchised people of Gotham City. Yeah, not fucking Bane, all right? <laughs> But yeah, like you say, I mean, it is when it's Splinter, it's like, was this your, when, when they've come down from rescuing April, this was your first battle. Were you seen? Raphael's like, no. And it's like, that's your first one. And you've, you've fucked it already. And then also Splinter's like, stay here effectively. And he's like, yeah, definitely. Just going to pop to the cinema first though with my big turtle head on. So he's not brilliant at remaining in the shadows. It's just his head. He sort of doesn't put it on. Yeah. <laughs> Now and now with my big turtle head on. Or <laughs> almost I call it my head. That's fair. So on these like secret John, he meets Casey Jones. Um, we get some jokes here about cricket and punkers and crumpets, <laughs> which considering what comes up later in terms of jokes, is right on the money for nine-year-olds, I thought. But there we go. Well the director's a Brit, and so when they were working on the script together, he took the screenwriter to a cricket match. And he said, and I he don't get it, any of that. He yeah. put it all in the script. <laughs> I like cricket and it doesn't work. Yeah, I think that's fair. So then Raphael goes back to the sewer and you think he's going to get a bollocking from his dad, but no, he doesn't. He just gets a gentle lecture on anger and solitude because Splinter is the world's most patient parent. So that any time they fuck up or even when he's chained to a fence or he never misses an opportunity to tell his life story. So when April comes down later, he's not like, oh, an outsider. He's like, let me tell you everything. Hmm. Just sit down. Um, let's talk a while. He'd be a fucking nightmare. Yeah, he goes on and on and on. Where my master Yoshi? It's like, oh my God. <laughs> Again, I know the story. <laughs> but, but I love him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually Just a, checking. I had a real rat called Splinter. Oh, did you? Rat, yeah. <laughs> it died. Uh, well, they do, yeah. yeah. No, I know. And then I got another one, and I called it Splinter 2. It sounds like you've got a, a pest control issue. <laughs> yeah, Splinter 2. Um, I felt really bad about calling it Splinter 2, because I just suddenly thought... Why'd you do it? Well, I didn't realise until I saw it looking at me and it looked at me in a way that made me think it knew that by being called Splinter 2, there had been a previous yeah, Splinter. It, it definitely right. did. And yeah. I made it aware of its own mortality, mm. which it made itself aware of when it chewed through a live wire. 
Mm. That's a sad story. Uh, so anyway, we'll meet Shredder, played by James Sator. Shout out for um, Allah, like Tango and Cash. A bank of small tellies makes you look more badass than one big telly. But we've established that on a previous episode. And walking out in front of your crowd of uh, your army and going, your precious armory gratefully received. <laughs> but th at this point in the film, <laughs> very good. It was before Thanks. that movie, though, to be fair to it. Yeah. I know. I know. In many ways, Nolan ripped off the yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think this is the point of the film for me when like the schisms between like kids film with lighter stuff and a bit more grown up material starts to like come quite thick and fast. So April gets slapped in the face it's by the old, what's in my hand trick? Yeah. I'm going to slap it you. Is. It's the, smell the cheese. <laughs> smell the cheese. It's unreal. A kid smokes a cigar in that tween hangout where the foot... From hackers, have... it's the... Oh, yeah, it's, it is, it's yeah. What, what's going on with that hangout? So, basically... It's awesome. It does. It, it, except that... Oh, my, my little bit came on. Oh, don't give it away. <laughs> what? Stop it. Um, so Sam Rockwell's there, mm. being all like, he goes to the guy, the new guys who are coming, he's like, you can do anything here. And it's a little bit seedy, he's like, anything, yeah. you can do anything. What anything seems to be is, bear in mind these are kids, is play arcade machines, skateboard, smoke cigars. And cigarettes. And play roulette. Yes. Like, do you remember being like 12 years old and going, oh, mum, I want to go play roulette. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to the casino. Why did you never let me? <laughs> like, no one ever went, I want to go to the casino that age. True. But yeah, it's. If um, you knew about casinos, you'd want to go. I don't know if I would. Yeah. It's a game. Uh, I had the turtles beat them up, though, so I was fine with you that. You were fine. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and it, as you said, it's Sam Rockwell. It is as head thug. He doesn't even get it's a name. Sam Rockwell. Mm. Yeah, he's who great. Did, who did? Um, he did Charlie's Angels not long after this. Was he not long after this? Yeah, op opposite. Was he not like a Tim million? Curry? <laughs> oh! I did it for him. I did it for him. Oh! I did it for him. Oh! Yeah! That completes this week's obligatory Tim Curry reference. Oh, that I was didn't really even good. know it was coming. That's I love you, buddy. Yeah, I love you, buddy. Thank you. What Thank a nice you. surprise that. that was. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's very kind. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Um, so the character of Danny, he's sort of <laughs> like, what? No, Danny just looks really ill. <laughs> Does he? Do you not think Danny should eat some vegetables? Every time I see him, I think, you look a bit sickly. But has he not been living in an underground No, he's still living casino. with his dad. He just... <laughs> <laughs> he's still living with his dad. I did a little bit of uh, digging on Michael Turney, who plays Danny. Yeah. He's a, he's oh, a... no, it's not going to be a horrible story, is it? <laughs> Registered fat right? sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> just to say, no, he's a writer and director in his own right now. Uh, he makes small independent movies. I just started reading uh, what the, the, um, the blurb was about each one. He makes some fascinating, if eclectic, movies. He's made one called Burger Bin. It's about... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's it about? A wise cracking snake person who runs a burger joint. I, that's not what I thought you were going right. to say. <laughs> a made one called Normal. A young woman's birthright hides a dark secret. Tagline: Horror, sex, art. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and 2015's Little. This actually sounds good. An eight-year-old girl seeks revenge on the most ruthless crime organisation in New York for slaughtering her family. That's Eight good. years old. <laughs> good. Mm. So that's uh, Michael Turney. Just in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> Well, at this point in the film, yep. Michael Turney, again, he goes to see Splinter and Splinter's chained to this fence thing and he's like on his last legs. And rather than screaming at Danny, get me down, he's like, hey, Danny, you look ill. Like, you look tired. You should sit down. Um, but importantly, he says to Danny, all, he says, all fathers care for their sons, which I thought was a bit loose. Like, all fathers love their sons, might <laughs> sort of button it a bit more, but care for them, fine, okay. Um, but that's the heart of this film, and I do think it works. Mm. This is quite a moving moment, no? It's all right. Okay. I think all the bits with Splinter are quite sweet and moving. Yeah, yeah me too. I mean, it's good. Do you know where he's chained up? That set. You know, it was that set has had uh, an inglorious history on cinema. It was also in the uh, terrible Super Mario Brothers. It was Dino oh, nice. Hatton right. in that. And it was also in that terrible movie. It was Top Dollar's Nightclub in that rubbish film, The Crow. <gasps> Shut up! Oh, my God! I thought it looked a bit familiar. <laughs> Is there only one bit of fence in Hollywood? <laughs> oh, that's how we think of The Crow. Yeah, Aww. that's a good movie. Should yeah. Have yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, let's go to the farmhouse uh, because I think we should really connect with our core audience of nine-year-olds. Let's just throw in a few jokes about the Grapes of Wrath and mm. Moonlighting, mm -hmm. which will go down a storm with some nine-year-olds. And also, while we're here, let's whip up some sexual tension between... Um, April and Casey, a.k.a. having a shouty argument for fucking no reason whatsoever. Um, and then also we button that with a forced sexy back massage. So the bit where he's like, do you want to sit down? Sit down! <laughs> it's, kind of a, it's kind of a reach around, though. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. It he's not teaching her to do anything. He comes out behind and he's giving her... I appreciate the effort, but don't, because it's not. So. <laughs> he's literally reaching around her. That's, that's why it's a yeah, reach around. That, yeah, all right, all right. But he doesn't even... It, I don't think he even says anything. No, he just he, grabs her. Yeah, he just it's grabs a bit weird. her. It's, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Have a massage! Yeah. Um, so he's a bit... He's playing his character... A little bit his character in the David Cronenberg movie Crash. <laughs> <laughs> 
No one thought that was going to come up. Um, <laughs> obviously, a pet peeve of mine. April does a voice over here, but to who? Who is she talking to? She's like, oh, the turtles are really sad, even though they're training. And she can draw now. She can draw like, like fucking crazy. But she's doing a VO to no one because it's not even, I thought it would be, when you see her with a pencil and she's doing a voice, I was like, for some reason you're writing a letter. No, you're not. You're just sketching. Mm. So obviously that annoyed he wanted, me. He wanted an excuse, Steve Bound, the director. He'd done the take on me video and he was paying oh, homage to himself. Oh, I see. Where the drawings come to life. Oh, I which see. Which is a bit self-involved. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I never made the connection. Mm. That kind of makes sense. Uh, but you can't do a voiceover to no one, ever. So, no. Um, Why, when Raphael is injured, do they put him in a bath like he's pissed? I didn't... <laughs> what? They dump him in a bath. No it's one's like ever he... put me in a bath when I've been... Is well, that he's what a, he's a turtle, so he needs water. But he's, there's no water in the bath. He's just in a dry bath. You don't <laughs> see inside the bath. He's hanging out of it. I, see, I know what you mean, in quite a weird way. Like, just, if you're going to put him in, put him in. Yeah. You're right, he's got he's a got leg out of the He's got leg over the side. <laughs> Yeah. He, he, apparently he was near death and they've just gone he'll <laughs> <laughs> be fine let's go drinking <laughs> so after the farmhouse and the training they're ready to rescue Splinter um, and there's a very bad joke here about Casey being claustrophobic um, to which he says <laughs> this is bad he says I've never even looked at another guy before and you think oh the 90s it, it doesn't even work no, it, it just rhymes with homophobic and even then it still doesn't work yeah, you should say, I love guys yeah, yeah fine yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. so no are you going to mention baby Splinter in his cage oh yeah that's I love brilliant it. it's really really I really love good. that tiny goddamn rat me too <laughs> the only problem with it is why is it a bird cage? <laughs> like, That's a good point. The, yeah. the thing is, Splitter's whole vibe is like, Master Yoshi was a genius. And you're like, <laughs> Master Roshi, Yoshi, he seems like he's a fucking idiot. He's gone to a pet shop and gone, can I have a parrot? And they've gone, yeah, that's a parrot. <laughs> he's gone, is it? He's got, they're going, yeah, a, it's a parrot. Uh, just nice. have it, have it and stick it in your bird cage. He's like, all right, seems good. Yeah. Is it so we can jump from a height onto that bloke's shredder's face? I think it's because my honest answer is because it's more poetic. A caged bird learning to sing, a caged rat learning to fight. Do you think that's what they were thinking? I do, yeah. No. I mean, you can't keep, I mean, I'm just saying, if anyone's thinking of buying a rat after this, you can't keep him in a cage like that. You've got to give him. Splinter three, that's how he went. you got to give <laughs> you gotta give him bedding, uh, right. you know, a little little water bottle. That rat is, I mean, it's probably good they ended up in the mutagen because he was he was on his way out. And also, bird cages don't have solid bottoms, so all that I, rat piss. Fine. <laughs> rat piss. Yeah. This is from a person who owned two rats. Killed two rats. <laughs> One died of natural causes. <laughs> Oh dear. So anyway, Splinter's not dead. And even though I've seen this film before, you know when he's in like the blue Splinter ghost around the fire and he says to his sons, these are my final words. And I was like, oh, because you've died. Yeah. But he's not dead. He's, he's a bullshit just... artist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll Please never rescue see me. you again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a real dick move. Yeah. So eventually uh, they, they go to rescue Splinter and then they come face to face with Shredder. And this is a strange one because there is this, the big bad, the big enemy. And he's like, I'm going to kick your ass. You will not be able to beat me. And they go, OK, well, I think our strategy here will be to try and fight you one on one rather than team up, <laughs> which would be the smart move, I think, in that situation. And I think they've literally just been told by Splinter before, four is better than one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That so was the big lesson in the Yoda scene. <laughs> yeah. And then the next scene, they're doing the opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but it's okay because Splinter like flips Shredder off the building and he's got like wrist bonds and he's chained there and he's dangling there. But then Splinter just lectures the hell out of him again like he has done the whole film, something about dignity. And then I think Shredder's like, fuck this, and cuts his wrist bonds <laughs> and then ends up in a bin lorry suicide. and then he dies. It's suicide. Yeah, yeah. enough. That's the end. Oh no, wait, it's Splinter says Cowabunga. That's the end. No, we get Danny, the, day, the completion of Danny's arc. Oh yeah. Danny, Danny goes, Dad, it's not fucking Danny, it's Dan. Yeah. Dan, call me Dan. Yeah, it's I good. Quite no, it's that, good. Though. It's good. Yeah. He's finding his own identity. It was yeah. all about him searching for his own identity. Now he's found it. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, a man yeah, now. Good. It's good. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Any more? No. Well, it's not the complete end. We've got the song, Total Power. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we've got a song by a band. I checked out the name Spunkadelic. Ew. <laughs> not my words. <laughs> Spunkadelic. Yeah, that's what the band's called. Uh, budget of $13.5 million, worldwide box office $202 million. Yeah, that's a, lot a of that, smash. A lot of that was me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to do the bits? Yeah. Okay, Chris, what was your best scene? Oh my God, I love a stop motion miniature and yeah. it's got to be Little Splinter. Is that your I, hadn't thought, I hadn't thought about the birdcage thing, but it's just adorable, especially when he's slicing that guy's face up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tiny splinter really? in a cage. Yeah, yeah of course. Mine as well. What? Yeah, I can't yeah. believe it. Oh my god, that's so sweet. What's your most valuable whatever, Alex? Uh, tiny splinter in his cage. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Yeah, Chris. I mean, this is easy. Total Power by Partners in Crime. Okay. It's one of the best songs of all time. <laughs> I mean, it actually is. That's, that's true. I actually had that as well. Look, there you go. Yeah. But I, tiny spinner in the We had a weird it. moment not long ago where we realised we both knew all the words. Hmm? <laughs> you did film it, didn't you? You were going to put it on the Twitter, uh, uh, but then yeah. we were too pissed. Yeah. So yeah. It didn't go on. And realised when I, I looked so at the video well. how it upset went on everyone, for ages. everyone in the pub was so pissed off around us. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not, put, not putting that online. No. Uh, mine, if you're interested, is Jim Henson and the Creature Shop mm. for the cost uh, the creatures. And uh, they did um, Tiny Splinter. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah tiny, so. tiny Splinter, really. So fair yeah. enough. Uh, Chris, what would you change? I think I think there needs to be more with Shredder. I think Shredder needs to come face to face with the turtles earlier on. I think maybe he needs the one that nearly, needs to be the one that nearly mortally wounds Raphael. I think we need to build him up a bit more because he just meets him at the end and they have a fight. And so I think it doesn't pay off. You need to set shit up to pay it off. Sure. What about you? Uh, I'd change pretty much everything about this god-awful movie, except for Tiny Splinter in his cage. Really? <laughs> yeah, I hate this film. Do you? Yeah. It's so boring. <laughs> like, I, 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 you know, I, I watched it in about eight different sittings because I couldn't get through more than ten minutes at a time. OK. Yep. All right. Um, What's my, yours? Uh, put that yellow jumpsuit back in the fucking film where it belongs. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm. It wasn't yeah. that until you saw me in it, though, was it? No, no correct. Uh, that's it. We're out. All right. So, How the Duck versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's time for the verdict. Who's going first? Chris, do you want to go first? Sure. Sure. Uh, How the Duck is a fascinating curiosity, but terrible film. Uh, I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles then. Watching it now, I like the turtles themselves a lot less because I'm a grown-up and not an idiot. But, <laughs> but I think the film works as a story that hits all the beats a good film should, meaning I actually care about what's happening at the end. Plus, no brothels, no condoms, no duck porn, no attempted bestiality. It has to be turtles for me. And if you choose How the Duck, you're a bloody perv. <laughs> 
Thank you. I'll go next then. <laughs> Howard the Duck is a testament to why the 80s was a magnificent era for cinema. Of course they wouldn't make a movie like that now. Of course they wouldn't. But they also probably wouldn't make Ghostbusters now, Gremlins, Beetlejuice, Weekend at Bernie's. We wouldn't get any of those now. So I think it's a sad fact that we live in an era of cinema where movies like How the Duck aren't given a chance. And yes, sure, it frequently opens a can of what the shit on screen. Uh, and yes, a woman tries to fuck a waterfowl. But wouldn't you rather have that than another Iron Man movie? <laughs> right? Because Marvel, I mean, where have they been since How the Duck? Nowhere is the answer. <laughs> but seriously, it's a... Have it's you a, lost your train of thought? Yeah. <laughs> It is a glorious monstrosity, but glorious it is. Turtles is tedious, and I would rather have a horny Howard than a tedious turtle. So for me, Howard the Duck all the way. Before you go, <laughs> let's find out how many other perverts are in the room. Um, give me a cheer if you think Howard the Duck is your winner. Thank you. Thank you, great, that's great. Give me a cheer if Turtles is your winner. Yeah. Don't be swayed by the audience. <laughs> Our dear Clash Potters have been wrong before. <laughs> that is Which one? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Let's, let's deal with that right now. Yeah. Let's just, oh, for just, fuck's just, sake. <laughs> just very quickly, and yes. then we'll go. We've got a little bit of time. Give me a cheer if you love Alien more than Aliens. Yeah. Give me a cheer if you love Aliens more than Alien. Yeah. There you go, that was definitely... A draw. No. That, was, yeah. <laughs> that didn't work, that did it? That was disappointingly close. I've never heard exactly the same volume of scream <laughs> twice in a row. <laughs> It, I swear, it's basic. See, this is how we got into this fucking position in the first place. <laughs> this is why no one who voted for How the Duck turned up and why everyone just went, yeah, yeah, for both fucking I've, movies. I've got a lot of Twitter burner accounts. Oh, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Right then, don't be swayed. And remember, How the Duck is great. Okay, I think it's easy to call something a cult classic just once a certain amount of time has passed, but some things are just shit forever. <laughs> and How the Duck will be shit forever. So it's the turtles, obviously. Obviously. Yay! Yay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 well done. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the winner. Um, all right then. Has anyone, has anyone come dressed up? Oh yeah, we got pri a prize. Did anyone actually come dressed up? Don't do this to me. Anyone? I think we'd, if we, if no yeah. one, if no one actually put a costume, and yeah. it goes to a man who <laughs> made his own T-shirt. We don't want it. <laughs> you're having it. it you're having it, and you're taking it, it back with you. Um, on, you're gonna post post. Isn't come it on. broken? Why are you doing that? Let, let's see the T-shirt. Let's see the T-shirt. This is Reese, one of our listeners, one of our dear Clash Potters. Well done, Reese. <laughs> Armageddon was robbed. Well done, Reese. <laughs> Gemma, you love it. It's too good. No? All right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it off your hands. I'm a big fan. Uh, <laughs> Howard looks amazing. But uh, if Turtles won, and I wasn't voting for Howard to prevent this moment, but sure. if Turtles won, um, you still don't want to be part of this? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, can I not as well? <laughs> 
You don't have an option. Okay. I'm going to put the mask on, though, so I don't want to see my face. Why now? Why now it's come to it? Do I not want to do it? <laughs> I was really fucking cocksure about this earlier. I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Hit the music! <laughs> There's lyrics on screen, so you better sing along. In a hot shell, then the heroes fall. In this day and age, who could ask for more? The crime wave is high with muggings mysterious. All police and detectives are furious. They gotta find the source of this legally evil force. This is serious, don't give me a quarter. I was a witness, get me a reporter. Call Hey, you better hurry up, there's no time to waste We need help right quick on the double Have pity on the city, man is in trouble We need heroes like the Lone Ranger When Tano came Tano, when there was danger It's safe to be there in half an hour Cause they displayed total power Whoa, who saw that coming? Madness I can't believe it <laughs> Yep Howard the Duck and or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> won. It was Turtles, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure I it, was. it was. Yeah, yeah it was. Howard the Duck's terrible. I I voted, you, might, you vote for Howard the Duck. I vote for Howard the Duck because it's much more entertainingly bad, whereas Turtles is boring. I think I said something That like was that. it. That yeah. was it. It's come back to me now. Obviously, people have just heard that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Just, <laughs> there you go. You heard it again. But from a slightly better quality microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Right then, we're looking ahead to next week. Chris, oh, we get to hear this again. What was the clue? I don't you know. Gave us Vicky was into it. Do you want to do the clue? No, 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 because I can't sing. Whoa, no. <laughs> you go for it. Ooh, you're moving too fast, and I don't think it's right. And apologies to Artful Dodger. So, it's our first listener uh, selection from a month of listener selections here on ClashPod. The whole of January, we're going to be doing your selections. This is the very first one. Chris, who did it come from and what are the films? Uh, we will be telling you on Monday who it came from when we do the show. Right. <laughs> Understood. But for now, um, Vicky, you are doing Speed. Yes. <laughs> and Alex? <laughs> I don't know why I made that noise. I really thrust it. Did you, you should see do that, that more <clears> often. <throat> <Yeah. throat> I flexed. <laughs> Have you stopped? Have you yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, have you stopped? <laughs> yeah. No, because no. you're doing. <laughs> you're doing unstoppable. <laughs> now too much. Yeah, that was really upsetting. <laughs> uh, great stuff. I love these movies. Speed versus Unstoppable. Yeah, Speed's been screening on Sky through December, so hopefully it's still there by the time this goes out. And uh, Unstoppable is on Disney Plus. Lovely stuff. Uh, Unstoppable versus Speed. That is your homework for the weekend. We'll be kicking off with Speed on Monday. In the meantime, please do subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts and catch up with us on Twitter and Instagram where we are at ClashPod. Speak to you Monday. Speed! (laughs) This was a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 